Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Wheel Podcast. And I'm Dan, as always. And today I am joined by Pete, or Ten Four Trucking. How are we? Good evening, and uh, thanks for having me on. I'm all good, thanks, Dan. Are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I am. I'm good. It is Peter, isn't it? It's Pete, yeah. No, it's Pete, Peter, whatever. Yeah. What it is is Dan. Me, me birth name on certificate is actually Damien. That's what's got me confused. Yeah, what it is, is it's... I don't want to go into it because we're not here to talk about that, but me... My dad hated how his mum used to call me Damien, so I've took his name, so I have his... I'm... My middle name's after my dad, so... Yeah, I'm just... By my family and friends, yeah, just call me Pete, and then, obviously, if I'm with the authorities or anyone, it's Mr Damien, yeah. Because I've... I thought that the other day, when I asked you to come on, and obviously we've been talking for a while now, just over Instagram and stuff, yeah. we've been messaging and whatever else. And when I've sent you, when I've sent you stickers, it says DP, and then your last name, yeah. and I'm like, well, what do I? I should have asked you before we started recording no, what to call fine. you. <laughs> it's fine. Like I say, I've had some jobs before. I mean, a guy who actually worked for me, who came over from my last job, he he always knew me as Damien. Now, when right. it came to my family's company, uh, the in-laws' company. He knew me as Pete, and it sort of like threw him. Yeah. And now he, he calls me Pete instead of Damien. Yeah. Long story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, long story. <laughs> we won't get into that. It's too personal. No, we're no, here, no. We're not here for personal stuff. No, we're not here to bore you with that. Nobody wants to be bored with things like that, do they? No, <laughs> no. Right, let's take me to the beginning. What got you into? What got you into driving? How did that uh, come out? How, how, how far do you want to go? Where I was staring right, out the right. window at school to go looking right at back. trucks and getting shouted at off my teachers, being called a dreamer. Uh, yeah, basically, it's it's in my family, Dan. Uh, my granddad, uh, I think he had three brothers. Uh, they all had the old class three, class one, class two. My granddad had his class one. My dad's got his class one. My brother's in... He's got his class two entitlement. One of my cousins has got his class two. And basically for me, it was what I was going to do. There was no ifs or buts. That's what I was going to do. You know, my my jobs before I was driving centred around the the industry anyway, like in warehousing and stuff and forklift driving. But yeah, it was was from there. I mean, I think mum told me the first night I was at six. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the footwell of a four D series Perkins V eight, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a day cab, yeah, a day cab. My mum was on the bench, I was on the floor wrapped in blankets, and my dad was uh, propped up on the driver's seat. Yeah, so wow. yeah, uh, yeah, mm, the very, yeah, and I'm only 40, 45 this year. Yeah, so yeah, going back a bit there. Yeah, you would, well, you tell you, you got 10 years on me. Yeah. 10 years is enough, though, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Too you. long. Yeah. Too long. So, driving wise, dri- right, dog, <laughs> piss off. <laughs> um, driving wise, so what happened next? Like, where did you start? You don't have to go into, obviously, massive detail, but like, where did you start? So uh, where you are yeah, now. so basically, mate, I mean, my working life, uh, when I, I 
started, I obviously got my car license like you do. Uh, I was a driver's mate like previous to that, you know, and then we'll we'll, we'll jump and yeah, pass me uh, pass me car license, and then I, I was actually working for my father-in-law at the time. He had a, a shredding confidential company that shredded, uh, you know, data waste and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, he got me a van. I was doing nationwide in the van anywhere as far down as Dover and anywhere as, you know, far north as Inverness. Yeah. I had all my flags, my CB aerial in. I had all my Talmuds on and my extra lights, big King Trucker in his little sprinter, uh, nighting out in hotels and that. And then, yeah, went in. He paid He paid for my Class 2, uh, went and did my Class 2. Uh, we had a bit of a fallout and I went and did the Class 1. A year later, so I did the class two in two thousand and two, and then obviously a year later I did uh, my class class one. Yeah, uh, and then obviously you know numerous numerous jobs from there. Yeah. So is it, uh, have you done like a wide wide range of jobs, or has it been? Uh, we we uh, and... I did. What did I do? Like I said, I did. My class two with my father-in-law, so I did a lot of. Uh, we, Basically, we picked up and shredded and then brought it back to base, all confidential waste. And like I said to you previous over private messaging, yeah, I uh, used to work in the warehouse as well, uh, loading waste paper onto trucks, waste cardboard, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I left there, then went and did my class one. I really struggled like you do, you know, trying to, no experience, no one wants to give you a, a job. Uh, so I ended up striking it lucky. I ended up getting a job uh, with a, a place that's no longer here. They were London-based in Heathrow, uh, Watkins and Soul Transport. They did the general knowledge and uh, predominantly air freight. Uh, they had a place in Panopina in uh, Gido. Mm. So I used to commute from Lynn, where I live, over to there, only on days. We all over the show. Within within range for me to get back, so the night lads could uh, yeah. take trunks down to where uh, Heathrow. Uh, I was there for about what was it about eleven months? I think it was only for the reason that the management was really poor. Uh, the job itself was really good. You know, it, it was pretty much jumping in at the deep end with no armbands on. That's how, yeah. considering you know when you've never you've never done a job before. I mean. Previous to that, I did like when I got my class one. I did four days for me. Uh, it was for them back then. My sister's uh, ex. He's he's no longer alive anymore. But his dad used to have an exhibition company, and he needed like four or five trailers. Five days work. Yeah, just running down to the NEC. Yeah. So he said the works there if you want it. So I did like four or five days there. I could say that was. It was just a bit cashing and work, but my main job after that when I got the job was at Watkins. Uh, yeah, like I said, I did love the job. I love being on air freight and stuff, you know, uh, working on that side of uh, the business and stuff like that. But like I say, it just didn't work out and I ended up going back to my father-in-law's place and going back onto class two. He offered me a bit of a better package and he, he needed drivers and I knew the job anyway, so I was there. Right up until we, I built it up with him until we, he sold it for a good couple of million. Uh, and I transferred over to the company you bought them then, which was, uh, uh, he came under Canon, 
uh, which they're like a worldwide company, you know, and they do all like hygiene and stuff like that. Yeah. We just came under their umbrella. Right. Uh, my wife was the director there at the time. Uh, she became regional director of the Northwest, and I was still driving then. And she left, and I left two weeks later. And we pretty much, we I had uh, a balloting company for a small time and uh, like a chauffeur business, you know, basically what that was, going a bit off track from what we're going to talk about, was uh, basically if you go out with you and your good lady, take your car, I come and pick you up with a chauffeur, yeah. take you and your car home, drop your car off, you walk, scoop right. the guy up and go and take him to his next job. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, we we did quite we did quite well with that. It was just the fact that she fell pregnant with our our son at the time, so it was it was beginning to be quite hard. Yeah. So I knocked that on the head and went back to what you know, which to driving to earn a steady crust. I did a bit of because the valeting van at the time I stripped it all out and then did a bit of courier work, but then went back to uh, just went back to driving. So I got my sister in law. Got me a job at Earlham's, James Earlham's. So we ended up being there for a bit. Hell, that was going a throwback, isn't it, James? Yeah, Jesus. I was in, that was, that was six, so seven. Yeah, so oh seven, I was there. I loved that job, really did. It was a cracking set of lads. Uh, and then I transitioned to the red and white team. I didn't really want to, but I ended up doing it. So I ended up being at Stobart's and uh, being based at Tesco. Uh, Middlewich, so mm. I was there until uh, till oh nine. Uh, left there, went to another job that was closer in Appleton. Mm. That was just on day work, like pallet work, uh, general uh, stuff like that. Classic, it was a mixture of van class one, seven and a half. I had an old, I had my eighty own eighteen tonner there. Uh, that was a bit of everything that I enjoyed that job. It just. Uh, it was got made redundant after four and a half years, two weeks before Christmas. And so it was uh, really good. I needed a job quick, smart. So I uh, got hold of my sister-in-law at the time and she said, yeah, we've got a truck against the wall if you want the job. She said, you're going to have to do a few nights out, which it was a bit of a culture shock for me because I'd always been a day man, you know, and, I've done the odd night out here and there, but not by what I do now, you know. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, 10 years later, and I'm still cracking the whip, like, so, yeah. It's uh, so good. Nights out are weird, aren't they? Like, I still remember, I mean, I've been driving, what, 14, 14, 15 years, well, 35, I can't fucking remember, it all rolls into one, doesn't it? But yeah. I still remember that, that first night out, and I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but, I shit myself. Like, I just didn't know what to... You just don't know what to do, do you? All of a sudden, you'd gone from, like, we currently are, we're sat at home, aren't we? And then all of a sudden, you sat in this, like, eight and a bit foot wide metal box with a bed and two chairs. It's funny you say that, Dan, because uh, I was trying to think then when, when you said that, I was like, I can't remember my first night out, but funnily enough, I actually can because when I passed my class two, me, my father-in-law only used to get second-hand trucks to get, you know, to do what we needed to do back in the day. Uh, and I ended up getting a, an ERF. It was uh, an ex-Martin's retail logistics, so it used to be a road train. 
with a D-mount body on. It was a, it was basically like a stretch uh, tractor unit. Had a D-mount body on with a tail lift. We bought two two sister trucks. Had four D-mount bodies, and uh, I did my first night out. I was like dreading it because it was a an eating twin splitter. Just passed my test. Went and picked it up from Cartwright Bodybuilders in uh, Altrincham, just on Atlantic Street. Uh, went in there, it was there, and I just said to the guy, I said, uh, he gave me the keys. I said, you don't know how to drive this, do you? He went, no idea, mate. He says, all we do is we just put it in, crunch it, and then again, it goes forward. It was like, this is, <laughs> this is, I was literally, you know, my acid fell out. I was like, you know, it's bad enough just passing your test in a big vehicle, let alone giving someone who's not had no experience with a gear lever that's got nothing on it, just a a, 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 but, a button on the side. And I was like, you know, but like you do, you ma- you master it and you get on with it. And believe it or not, when I actually left and come back, he still had the truck. And it actually, I actually was better at it when I come back. Yeah. Strangely enough, I, I mastered it and it was, it was a great truck. But yeah, the, and the lad who at the time was running me, I said, don't send me in London for the time being, just, let me get settled in this truck. And what did he do? The next week, he rang me and I said, uh, what's up? He said, I've got some bad news. I said, why, what's up? He said, uh, you're going to London. And I said, you're joking. He went, no. So obviously, going to London in an ERF, you've not really mastered yet. <laughs> with an Eaton twin split, yeah. And I remember going, so we'll fast forward. Yeah, I, got, I, I run down to our Redditch depot and stopped there the night. Uh, with a truck with no night eater, yeah. But I thought it was a big trucker then. Well, like you say, it's a big experience because you're just in this tin can on your own. You know, you're like, I was in an industrial estate on a Sunday night, freezing cold with loads of blankets and a sleeping bag. I was just like, what am I doing? You know, it's it's so weird, you know. But like you say, you just get on with it, don't you? Crack on and get the job done. Oh, well, how many people these days can drive an Eaton Twin Splitter? Oh no! I tell you, I don't. I, I was I was listening to you on Friday with uh, David and uh, I said I, I won't go back to it now. A, a lot of people go on, but I love my Volvo with the eye shifting now, mate. To be fair, or a, a Scandi with the Opti cruising or a DAF, you know. Yeah. It's uh, maybe I've got a bit of a bad injury on my left knee now, and I, just, I really couldn't do it now. No. We had. I, um, we used to have a couple of DAFs that had uh, annual gearboxes in, and we had uh, an East, was it an ECX, the ERF? We had one of them on a, a 56 plate, you know, like the man cab shape yeah, uh, yeah. ERFs with a comfort shift. And a day in that killed me, you know, back way back when, when I first started. So now, yeah, I just, I love me, I love me having shift now. I'm lazy now. I've even, I've even shot my manual car in for an auto now. That's how bad it's become. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you said that because we bought a new car this year. Was it this year? No, last year, sorry. About this time last year, we bought a new one. And when we went to, we went to look for it, both me and the missus said, I'm sick of changing gear when you sat in traffic or you're going yeah. on long journeys. I just said, I want an all mic now. I just I want an auto. I'm not, I'm not asked by manual. I used to I... take the piss out of people 
But now I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm good now. I'm, I'm lazy like I mean, I, I know my heart, Danny. You know, if I had the money and I could have a show truck, it, it would have a manual boxing. But yeah. to be fair, for my day-to-day business and what I do, no, it's, it's got auto. So I've just become, I think because of the way the world is now and the island we live on, it's become so congested. Yeah. It's just takes the stress out of everything now. You know? Well, you know where we're based. Oh, um, I do, yeah. When we... When my chapel. Missus, yes, when my missus was pregnant with our first, I used to, well, I used to tramp full-time constantly and then I went on days up to a giving birth and we had, I had, all I did was two runs a day down to East Midlands. That's all I did every day for like two weeks straight. And we had a, I had a manual truck at the time. And by the end of like the, the second or third day, my leg was in bits. Yeah. Because it's just constantly up and down, up yeah. and down. I must have changed gear God knows how many times just going from Buxton to Ashbourne. <laughs> what? Poor, yeah, my missus just said, pour me on your legs when I'm giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> she sat next to me. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. We, we, we'll never get it as bad as childbirth, will we? I tell you, we'll never know that feeling. No. I always say to my wife, you'll never know what man flu feels like. <laughs> but we're not here for that. We're not here to get into that. No, we're not here but... to get into trouble. We're not here to get into trouble. Right, so you've been you've been where you're at now for what ten years? Uh, yeah, ten. I did my ten years uh, completion in December. Yeah, so I got me uh, last plaque and me, me bonus for that. Yeah, so. Oh, you lucky bastard! I don't get nothing like that. I get that, yeah. Can't believe how quick it's gone. To be fair, mate, it's absolutely flown by, and you know. I've loved it. I really have. Uh, I, I only do two nights a week. Some weeks in the past, for my own benefit, because my wife's, because it's a family business, her sister owns it. My wife's the transport manager and she's the finance director. She's on board. So she's not only the boss at work, she's also the boss at work. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, that's pleasant for you. <laughs> no, we don't, we, we, we're really good, mate. I mean, like I said, we at, at my father-in-law's place she was she was running that as well and I weren't there so I mean a lot of people do say how, how do you do it but I'm outside I'm downstairs she's upstairs I, I don't have to go in the office if I don't have to you know and if I do have to talk to her you know she brings me in like anybody else and I don't get treated any different like anybody no. else does I have a set run to do like everyone else does and I do what they do He's no different, you know. I get a new truck when I'm told to get a new truck, and everyone else gets the same. You know, mm-hmm. It's all the same. There's no the only the only other thing I might get is the extra day off here and there. You know, if she's overbooked holidays, well, that's the only bonus I'll ever get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's all I have to work twice as hard, if anything, more than anybody else. So yeah, yeah, you you get. You're, uh, you'll be seen to. I mean, that could be taken like wrong in so many ways because people would think, oh, because your wife's like on the board, that you're going to get special treatment and this, that, and the other. 
And it's nice to see that that doesn't that that's not the case. No, I mean it in work time, and I mean with my sister in law when I see her, my brother in law's just going to Canada at the minute. I mean if he's just completing his uh, he's doing uh, you know, ski instructor course and uh, life saving, you know, rescue mountain rescue and all that, so he he'll be home soon. But when they're in, you know, it's no different through that when I'm through the gate with them. The, the my boss at the end of the day, and yeah. that's the way it is, even with my own wife. I mean, she says sometimes, you know, you don't really talk to me in work, or you don't do this, or I don't give her a kiss. I said, no, because you're my boss, you know. It's that's how it is when we go out the gates after when I am at home, then we're husband and wife, you know, that's yeah. the way you've got to work. Yeah, you've got to keep it separate, aren't you? Because yeah. otherwise, you're just going to come home and it's just going to yeah. cause rows and. Yeah. Work life is work life and home life is home life. I, did, I mean, I must admit, Dan, I came off the road in... When did I come off the road? I came off the road in 2019. Uh, I came... I was off the road for about 12 months. I just decided it was a supervisor job in the factory. So I took took the chance. I did a welding course, did a spray course, uh, stuff like that. But my brother-in-law at the time, he's he's gone on to... On the road now, it's... Uh, sales now but at the time he i was working under him well like night and day you know he i hit the ground running like you you get up early in the morning i'm like that i'm not really a morning person until i've had my coffee like yourself but <laughs> we've got to do it haven't we you know but yeah. he was like when i'm winding down at the end of the day because i know i've been up early and i've done what i needed to do he starts getting cramped up and it just it got to a point where we just we were, we were just clashing heads Plus, I had some other personal things going on. I lost someone dear to me on the new year of 2020. So I just said to her, it's not working for us, so I'm afraid of So a lad who, we call him Rubber Band because he's back with us now, but only his holiday cover. And uh, I took his job. He wanted to come off the road and just do holiday cover. So I took his full-time role and just went back to the road. Eight weeks later, we ended up in lockdown. Yeah, because yeah. of the pandemic, yeah. So I ended up eight weeks with a... I took his truck on and then, yeah, ended up off the road for three months until the truck I've got now came on the road in the June. Right. And then went back driving again then, yeah. And then yeah. from then until now, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... What what do you actually... What work is it? I mean, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, what? No, it's. It, I mean, it's. It's not of any value to anyone. Should they come and pinch it? It's. We do, uh, for like the likes of Biffrance, who as you be only as all your council, council the boroughs. Uh, we do all their refurbishment of their waste containers. We do skips. You know anything like a, a rolling off bulker. We do all stuff like that. So it will. We go. You know, like you'll get like your general oil is over and round all week to different places. All we do is we load from the factory, we we run out to a customer, nine times out of ten we'll tip and load at that customer and we run back to the yard again. That's what right. we do. And then everything gets offloaded, it gets delidded and then put away until that order is ready to come out, gets washed on the wash bay, then goes into the process of being blasted. It comes out of there, goes, gets repaired into the fitters bays, as all new casters should it need it, this, yeah. that, and the other. Every bit of welds all done, if these holes are dense or anything, everything gets knocked out. 
into the spray booth, out the spray booth, into the logo. And then it's all ready for the end process then. It gets wheeled out or onto a forklift, back onto the truck again. And away we go again. We do it all over again. So it's, I'd say it's easy work, but we've, had, we've just took on a driver. He's been with us about two months now. There's only four of us. There used to be six of us originally. Uh, but uh, he's 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 took to it really well. But some of the drivers we've had to try and fill that void is they don't want to do this, they don't want to do that. It's, you know, it's not for everyone at the end of the day. The, the, the reason why I think I've been here so long is there's no booking times for me. I just get to a customer because, like I said to him, the councils, and especially in London, their lads start early doors. So I want to be in when they're out. As soon as they've gone out, I'm in. I'm tipping myself. I just wheel them off, wheel them back on, and I'm back down the road again. You know, mm -hmm. the other, I mean, a few weeks ago, I had three jobs in London. One tip, uh, two collects. Oh, no, sorry. I had two deliveries and one collection. So what I did is I delivered one, collected my load, and then I only had about three or four bins to go into Britbeck at Beckton. I was out by half seven on my way home again. That's nice, and that, isn't it? That's how I like it. And I get paid then the rest of the day just to sit on my ass and drive the truck back to the depot, you know. It's like it's when we do it. Yeah, it's like when we do pool and stuff like that. And they go, What are you doing now? I said, I've just got to drive home. I just get paid to drive home now. Get you know, I, I try and get the hammer down and get back because I want to get tipped and loaded and ready for the next day, you know. Yeah. Because what we do is uh like Tuesday when I go back, I've got a stoke, so I'll deliver to stoke. Then I'll come back. I'm only on a synthetic trailer. I'll drop that. And then it's my turn on the double. And then I'll load for Edinburgh. So I'll just run my time out. I have different spots where I park. I'll run in there early doors because I know I can get in there because it's an unmanned site. I'll tip it. And I've got a new customer on there. I've checked it out and I think it's Aberdeen. So I'm up to Aberdeen then to reload. And then I'll just basically run, run my time out again because I know it's going to be another night out. I'll run in straight in, and then she's got me loading for Mitchum. So I'll run, just run out again and park up and then tip that, you know, when I, when I do then. And then I'm reloading, uh, reloading Greenwich. And I think that's my week done for the next week. So it's it's not a bad a week, really. I think I've got about three nights out in the work I've got, but obviously because of that, that's because of the distance. I was going to say, yeah, that's... That's some fair old distance of that. I mean, you got Edinburgh, mm. then Aberdeen. I mean, Edinburgh, say, to, Edinburgh to Aberdeen is not exactly, not exactly close, is it? No, but then I've got a run from Aberdeen once I've loaded Aberdeen, run back to the Arts of Winsford, tip load, and then run straight down to London then. I'll just run my day out and park up somewhere, and then I know I can get into Mitchum early then yeah, for, uh, nice. for whenever. So, yeah, that'll do that. And then, again, we're off to another three-day three-day bank holiday then put my feet up again not and start me. again not for me i'm money grabbing I'm are you money grabbing, grabbing again grabbing again. again i've got a... it's the only time that i'll grab because i don't yeah. work week I, I refuse to do weekends but because it's my schedule night out on a monday anyway and we don't we do stuff don't get me wrong but my take on it is why the fuck should i go and stand on a beachside Blackpool, for example, why should I go stand at Blackpool with God knows how many other hundreds of thousands of people because they're off work? Yeah. It's just kind of cost me more money 
it's too busy and then it takes me ages to get back. Like so I may as well go and do something in two weeks' time when it's dead because yeah. everybody's skint from the bank holiday. Yeah. And, and I might as well bank. work. Yeah. I'm I'm the same mate. I, I mean when we work in weeks done, I don't I mean I'm a stone throw from Lynn Village, so I have I have all the bars and pubs and stuff in there. So like I say, I know I know a lot of the restaurant owners for the years I've lived there. So like I say, the last thing I want to do on my days off is jump in a car and sit in more traffic on a motorway and spend money that I don't really have to spend to sit in more traffic coming home. Yeah. And then after the next day, like you say, is get back in my truck to sit in more traffic yeah. for a full week. I don't, I'd, if if anything, on a weekend, my car stays on my driveway until it goes back out again on a Monday. That's it. Yeah. No. And I, I do, I walk around the village, I'll go and have a pint, I'll go and have some dinner, you know, stuff like that. I only really use my car unless I really have to put Just stay, hold up in the house and go out on my holidays when I need to go on a holiday. I don't just go for the sake of it, like I say, just clogging the roads up, you know. I think it, unless you do this job for a living. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't think you you really, well, I don't want to. Go and stand, like I said, you don't want to. Everybody, the people that are doing that are probably sat in an office or they've oh, yeah, nothing else to, else to do. So I get it, I yeah. get it, each to their own. Like, if you if you want to go and do that, you go and do that. But yeah, I get, I, I mean, like you say, like yourself, I get paid to see the country every day, so it doesn't, I see it. I'm, I'm out and about for five days of the week, so I don't need to go out on Saturday and Sunday and see it. I, I've already seen enough of it, you know. <laughs> I'll have to go sit in the booze around the corner and go and have a beer and watch the world go by and watch the visitors come into Lima and feed the ducks and whatnot. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that does me for now. Right. Clothing. Yes. Talk to me about the clothing company. Well. How did uh, this start? Uh, to, when was it? Because we usually go away a lot. We I do like to travel. Uh, you know, that's what most of my money is spent on. My wife Liz has a, a really good job. I, I have a good lifestyle, uh, and we just say, they, they, uh, I do like to take the kids on holiday and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. they truck are like in my stories, my phone's bleeping like mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were in uh, Florida, we try and go away uh, at Christmas, yeah. 21 slash 22 but this year we'd rather than just spend a full two weeks in in florida we decided to do up until uh boxing day in florida in orlando then do a road trip down to miami then stay there only stayed there for one one night we uh one day and night got up to up to four years stayed there from there to the manatees and stuff went into the Everglades, you know, really made a, yeah. a big song and dance about it. And while I was actually in uh, in Orlando at the time, I, I'd, again, I'm going a bit off track here, but I lost someone in 2020. It was very important to me that I sort of like dipped and went like my emotions and whatever, my mental health was like a roller coaster. And I just yeah. sat there and I'd always, I'd, I mean, I love trucks, Dan. I, I, it's, I never see my job as a job 
always been a hobby. I get paid to do my hobby. You know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, and I love America. I love American trucks and whatnot, uh, even though they are brutal. They're like the old DRFs and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I had some things milling around in my head, and I sat there one day, and I just turned to, to Liz, my wife, and I just said, but I've got a bit of an idea. I said, you, you might laugh, you might not. And I told her about it. I had all these... I had everything visioned in my head, my, my logos and everything. And I said, what do you think? She said, go for it. So I said, right. So I sat there in the apartment. I was just doing my drawings and whatnot. And had everything sorted out. Obviously, enjoyed my trip. We did what we needed to do. Come back and then spoke to my sister-in-law because she, she has like a graphic design company and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, just put the idea to her. She, she helped me. She got on it. A laptop did a wizardry and brought everything to life. Then she put me onto. Uh, then, funnily enough, they're actually next door in the, the next trading estate to where we we're based. Uh, who deal with who deal with all the printing and stuff like that. So I got in touch with her, uh, told her everything I wanted, and we we basically catalogued everything and sorted everything out, and that's how ten four became as it is you know and and all it was was it was just something for me it, I, I wasn't it's never about the money you know and anything it was just to see people in, in you know your, your label and stuff yeah. like that and just smile because you know if you see him walking past you in the street they wouldn't even know because he'd obviously don't see you all the time just the thing no. i own that you know I, that's mine that and you know it, it's quite humbling you know but I didn't think it'd go as big as it has, you know. I'm, I'm quite a shy, keep myself to myself sort of guy, you know. I'm very quiet. I just speak when I'm spoken to. I don't, you know, I'm not loud and brash and, you know, show off. I just just do what I do, you know. And I, I'm I'm just, like you say, I'm quite overwhelmed with it all, to be honest. And it's great that I've made new friends on, you know, this Instagram and, you know, all the love that everyone's shown. It's just been just been fantastic it really has yeah it's i've said this before on the podcast that the love you receive from people on instagram it's like everybody in this little this little bubble mm. and the millions and millions of people that use instagram on a daily basis this little bubble is just ticking along nicely and everybody's just showing appreciation and love yeah. and buying everybody's stuff and I think it's really, really refreshing. It's really nice to see. I mean, I mean, the thing is with me, Dan, I'm a big believer of. I love, I love seeing people do well in life. You know, you you, you come across people in life who you, you're very bitter and resentful. You know, and you just think, why, why be like that? What you know, just give someone the love that they deserve. Just look at what they're doing, even if it's something so small. You know, just putting a sticker out or anything, or I just, I just. I get such a buzz off people just getting on with doing what they, they want to dream of, you know, and that's all I'm trying to do at the end of the day. And I love when I see people getting on with stuff, you know, they buy, even if someone buys a flash new car or a car that I love, I'm not bitter or resentful again. I, I just love that, that I think, God, you've worked hard for that, you know, and it, it's just amazing to see people just do, do that and be like that, you know, but these people who are just bitter and, Jealous of the I will agree with you on that. There's just 
there is a lot of people out there that I don't really like using the word hate because hate's quite a powerful it is, strong it, it word. It's a powerful word, yeah. But if somebody's winning and somebody's doing well and just give them the flowers, just yeah. show appreciation, just... Yeah. Uh, it, the, I'll go back to the gloving company. The, whatever success it has, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, God, fucking hell. I'm jealous of him because he's done this. He's, he's further along than me. Just show love. Yeah. Uh, there's just no need to yeah. be bitter and twisted about little things. He's in a different lane to you. Or she's in a different lane to you. Do you know what I mean? Just show. show even, if, even if you don't buy anything, Dan, just show your appreciation just by commenting on some or liking something you know just to let people know that you're there or and a you, share yeah anything. or a share yeah sharing's caring in it at the end of the yeah. day you know it doesn't cost much you know okay. and i didn't i didn't i didn't do this just for people to, that i want people to buy it it's up to you you don't have to it was just something me for, for me personally to do yeah. you know for what i was going through personally some personal things I was going through and it's just it's just nice to see, you know. I mean, when my, I, my kids have got some merch and stuff, and it's funny to see them in it. My daughter's always in it; she really is. She, <laughs> she cracks me up. She's always in it. I mean, they they will be they will be part of the uh, the trucking fraternity, should I say? It stops with me that, but yeah, they 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 will be part. Of, you know, she she she's always got a t shirt on. You know, she she makes me laugh like when we went to Turkey and stuff like. I turn around, she's near the pool with a 10-4 t-shirt. I said, wow, are you there? I said, I didn't realise you'd pack one. But yeah, it's all, it's all good at the end of the day, you know. It's nice. It's nice. It, it is nice. It's really nice that... Because some people... Some kids will be like, oh, I'm not wearing that. Especially if you've got no interest in, in the trucking side. They yeah. could be like, oh, I'm not wearing that, Dad. Why would don't make me wear that? I mean, I'm not saying that you're forcing it on them. Don't no, get me no. wrong, but but like they they could say like I'm not, no, I'm not wearing it. I don't want to be seen. My friends won't think I'm cool, as you cool, would call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not wearing that. But it's nice to see that they're embracing what you've what you've created. I mean, he wears he wears the old t-shirt, but yeah, she's 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 got a horse. Gonna turn around. She's got a hoodie on going to the stable. I, I just love it. I really do. You know, she's probably not got a clue what what the, the thing is on the back. I don't think that. But she, I just love it because she wears it. You know, I just think yeah, it just cracks me up. Really does. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice Going to see. Yeah, it's nice Going to see love for her dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice to see. That's nice to see. So, when did you say you started this? What? 21 uh 20 yeah 21 i think it was so it was like it was like february and the the worst thing was i'd actually i think it was february march when the first lot of merch like you do you you get your your samples don't you i made sure i got a full run uh and it all came over and i forgot last about this year to do a happy first birthday to 10 and put it on instagram it was like months gone by. I was like, oh, I can't do it now. <laughs> I've just been so overrun with stuff. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. I just totally forgot to do the happy first birthday. And I can't believe how quick one year's gone. You know, it's mind-blowing. It really is. Yeah, it's nice, though. 
it's nice to see from I can't actually remember when I joined Instagram. Um, but how far this little thing's gone. Yeah. But how how far it's jumped from like you say, from ordering that first line to where it's gone now. Yeah, I mean I was just I was yesterday I just come up with a bit of brainwave and I've I've had the pen and paper out again and but why it's gone to that I've been on again with my sister in law ordering new badges and starting a new design line again. So in the near future uh there'll be more stuff coming out, you know. Uh yeah. we've like I say, we've just got business wise we've just got some stuff going on at the minute. So it's just ten fours just currently ticking over, but I am looking at delving into it a little bit more into the future, you know. Yeah. I'm looking at uh dipping my toe in the water with uh, truck cleaning stuff, you know, stuff like to air, you know, more air fresheners and stuff like that. So, uh, gelays, coats, you know, it's just like I say at the minute, I don't, I just don't want to flood it all at once, you know, and overwhelm myself plus everyone else. Yeah. If I just rip it in, then I know yeah. I've got stuff to fall back on, you know. I have got, I have, well, I did have stuff on the line that's still on there that I took off because I just wanted people weren't buying it, I wasn't myself personally. So mm-hmm. just just take it off, just leave it on, but take it off. Mm. Uh, I have got some other stuff in the in the pipeline that's, that's coming up soon. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about it because it is. It's not the brand. The branding I've got now is is good, but I'm, I'm, it's it's going to be a bit more eye catching, a bit more. Uh, how can I say it? Subtle. Yeah, sort of, you know, but you'll know what it is, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's it's really good, so I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to when it comes out. Yeah, because when you were saying then about, because I think we were friends on my, my personal account, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were friends before that, you know, uh, so like I say, it's, it's just amazing, it is, it's, it really is, and like you say, the friends, the friends you gain and I know we're like ships passing in the night. It's a flashing away on the long way off. We're lucky if we get parked up together, but it is it is nice, you know. And it's the, you know to have uh, Instagram and stuff like that. It's nice to join, like say, like many people just have a laugh and a giggle, you know. It really is. I see your other trucks more than I actually see you, and they must think either. It's this weirdo <laughs> as I'm coming down motorway and I'm flashing like mad. Yeah. I've got my hand out waving, thinking yeah, it's you, and then it's actually not. <laughs> yeah, it's always the case, I'll tell you. And then, like I said to you, when I texted you, I said, When I'm parked up, there's loads of Somerset's parked next to me, and it's never you. It's always other lads, you know, and I just think, Oh my god, I've got the chances. <laughs> Yeah, it's never me. I just hide away me. I'm too busy. Do you know what it is? I'm lying on my bed with my feet up somewhere. That's what yeah, I'm doing, doing doing a dance somewhere, yeah. <laughs> oh, the guy that started that, lad called Jay, messaged me the other day because I've, I've had um, Tom, that TV freelander, yeah. with Mrs. She designed me the logo. Like, she sent it me. And she sent me a logo. And it's just a picture of me with a with my podcast T-shirt on. And I'm late, and I've just I've ordered some stickers to be made because she sent me the logo, and she was like, "Oh, I'm dead worried that nobody's gonna like it." And then I sent the the copy of it to Jay and said, "Oh, I've just ordered these," 
and he was fucking howling with laughter. Mm. He's like, he says, I can't believe something. There's a little hashtag that started for me, famous, <laughs> for me taking the piss out of you. Honestly, if you see my inbox of people just tagging me constantly, doing a dance, doing a dance. Blowing up. <laughs> Big up to Freelander then for making you famous, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's what I like to see. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, you know. Just having a bit of fun and say you're famous now, Dan, for doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous for lying yeah. on my bed doing my putting my with feet your, up. Yeah, with your feet up. <laughs> or going home at half eleven, twelve o'clock, yeah. Oh, do the, the amount of people that say to me, Why are you going home that early? I can't be, I have to defend myself constantly. It's because because how the work structure I know, I understand, mate. I, I know where you're going. It's just, it's just one of you them. Can't, you can't help it. I mean, when I was at Stobarts, that used to happen to me. You know, my start yeah. times were six o'clock. Uh, and I'd go in and I'd do work and I'd come back for a second run. And I'd never met him in my life, and my, my planner at Appleton. But what a sound lad he was. He said, What time do you start? He said, He said, Are you sure? He went, No, all the work's covered. I'm like, all right then. You know, I'd be going home from anything for like say twelve, one, two o'clock. You know, and yeah. I just think grab it while you can, because some nights you weren't going home till seven, seven, yeah. eight o'clock. You know, it's just one of them. But like, like here, I do it here, Dan, and I, I did in the past. I've done a Birmingham a back book because I know I can get in early. I've come home and I've been back in the house at twelve o'clock. <laughs> my job's done. You know, I've 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 done my Friday job. I've, I've tipped and loaded. Tip the truck, the trailer at work, and loaded it for the other lad if he needs the trailer on Monday. Well, yeah. I can't do any more, you know. Yeah. Friday again, I was back home for two o'clock. She went, you're home early because she works. She has like, should I say a day off, but she does work from home. So she went, you're home early. I said, yeah, so I've done. I said, I've been Harrogate, tips loaded, and then tip the trailer. Lo- tip the trailer, loaded it for a lad for Tuesday, loaded mine ready for Tuesday. Mm. There's nothing else for me to do. So I said, right, I'm going home. As long as yeah, job. Oh, yeah. That's because I spoke to you Friday. You were worried that you were, you said, oh, if I can get home before five, I'll be happy. Yeah, because I, I had a bit of a charity gig on in the village. Uh, I do like, so yeah, I had to get, I was, I was done for two, so happy days. So I was uh, well with it at the time. had a bit yeah. of a sore head yesterday. From, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's self-inflicted. Well, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> No sympathy there for that. Oh, no, you're not getting any sympathy for that. None whatsoever. Right, I've got some questions to finish. Go on, mate. Good and bad things about the job. Ooh, how long you got? As long as you want. (laughs) As long as you want. Uh, Well, like you say, you know, I've been driving a long time. You do see changes. uh, Just... I don't know. I just, I, I think if we were just thought of a bit more, you know, stuff like that, we, you just, you know, the way people talk to you and the way traffic acts around you and, you know, just stuff like that, you know, it is, it is terrible, you know. Uh, you, just, you just feel like you're on a, going into battle every day, you know. It's, it's crap, and that's what it likely really is. Uh, 
bad things. Yeah, just like I say, people's just people's general attitude. And I mean, gen, drivers themselves, their attitude against each other. You know, it's, if we all just work together and fought the people who were fighting us, it just it just make it a lot better. Yeah. You know, it, you know, that's all I can say. You know. Yeah, I I do agree with you. It's you're all doing the same job, so all swim in one direction with each other. The thing is, each other. yeah. The thing is, Dan, how I see it is, it doesn't matter if, how shiny your truck is or whatever it's got on it. If all bars or how toy is that? I don't care. That thing you sat behind at the end of the day, it, you've got to turn it and you've got to direct it, and you get paid by a boss at the end of the day. Like you, like me, like anybody else, you know, we're no different. We are really no different. We're all doing the same job, whether it's a tanker driver, air freight, general haulage, delivering shitty bins. It's it's one of them. We're all doing the job at the end of the day. Yeah. And it, we're all these small cogs making this big machine work. So if we all just help each other out every once in a while, it just yeah, you know. It would be. Mm. Until it changes, it's oh. everyone's just gonna keep. I won't, yeah, I won't hold my breath down on that one. Put it that way, <laughs> I really won't. Uh, what's the most random thing you've seen while you've been on the road? Oh, well, since I've been listening to your podcast, I've been racking brains because uh, I do know you. I mean, some of the stuff you've been coming out with, <laughs> God knows, knows maybe toes pill. The only thing, the only strangest thing, and it, I mean, it's not really strange, but uh, when I was working at my father-in-law's place, and um, we didn't have a class one there, like an attic, so we just borrowed one off of old company. It was a Saturday morning, and it was to a Royal Mail in Greenford, uh, just outside of London, and he wanted to clear out, so I had to pick the truck up. It was a Volvo FL10. Uh, pick that up, pick another lad up, and I had to pick another lad up in Pars Wood, just on the 34. And I mean, I'm talking one o'clock in the morning, and we're going down to get there early to load it to come back. Uh, and you've obviously been down to Pars Wood where they have the road, the carriageway segregated by grass. I just saw loads of drunk people on the floor, you know, on the grass. It's just like, and like I say, it's, it's the strangest thing, but it's you just like, but then you're like, why am I here on a Saturday morning and there lay all over the grass? I'm in the wrong job, you know. And even the lad looked at me because the young lad we picked up, he just died on the bunk and went to sleep. But the other lad went, fucking hell's going on? I went, they've obviously come out of a pub or a club somewhere, absolutely tanked up, and they've just all died on the floor, you know. But yeah, that's that's about as random it's gonna get. Yeah, I can't I can't really think of anything else off the top. Yeah, the more fair. people that I speak to about this, right, I, I must be in my own little category because I see some proper messed up things while I'm driving. Loads of stuff. <laughs> yeah, because like you say, some of your stories I've heard of, like my God, you know, they're, they're proper. Proper random and proper weird things, you know. 
the the final nail i mean i've seen people wanking off i've seen all sorts right but the final nail was when i seen that guy going eastbound on the m4 on an electric scooter <laughs> i was just like what are you doing like what the fuck are you doing yeah what what goes on in people's heads to actually do that yeah. you know because like you say i'll just go down the m4 down the <laughs> the the hard shoulder you know it's, it's just mad. It really is mad. It must be a Welsh thing, because that's where it was. It was in Wales. I was just like looking at him thinking, what on earth are you doing? Probably is then. <laughs> um, what's the scariest thing that's happened to you while you've been on the road? Uh, this is another one I've been trying to, uh, to think now. The only thing I did, the one that really sticks in my head was I was coming down uh, eastbound uh, down Corley towards Corley Services and I had the Moffat trailer on. Uh, it was a little bit damp. The, the cars in front of me were well ahead. Uh, I pulled out into the middle lane because uh, I think it was a, a slow vehicle. It's a good Obviously, I was gaining on that. We come down here, she decided to stop because she's in the wrong lane and she wants to go to the services, but in the middle lane of the M6. So obviously I'm, starts to break, but obviously with the Moffat on the back, when you break, the nose of the unit dips, lifts the front end of the trailer up. And obviously when you break out the trailer, the axles mm. dip down, don't they? So I've got that weight pushing me. So it's starting to, I can feel the arts end of the unit coming out. And I thought, this is going to end bad, this. I thought, and I'm screaming, you know, blue murder at this woman to effing move out the way, like, get the fuck out of the way. And at the last minute, she does. And I managed to, I just took my feet off everything. I've just let it, you know, just pulled the, pulled the retarder down and just let it just do its own thing. Anyway, it managed to, correct itself but you know when you think I've got the rest of my journey now and I'm like shaking mm-hmm. you know you just think these these idiots just don't have a clue of what they're doing you know and then you've got to try and compose yourself again then you know ready to carry on with the rest of your journey but yeah what a what a fucking scary moment that was it really was like I say so you just got to be careful <laughs> this is back to what we were just talking a minute ago people yeah. are clueless yeah like I said, she just literally must have thought at the last minute, oh, I've on the services, and stopped. I was like, what are you doing? You can't just stop in the middle carriageway on the middle lane of it, a moving motorway. You know, I'm like bearing down on her in a, a 40-ton attic, you know. The fucking Moffat on the back. It just doesn't make... Just, madness. People... People are fucking stupid. Hmm. Like, what goes through your head to think? I know what's going to be a good idea. I'll stop on the M6 because I want that services. I always say the, the, the more the world evolves, the more people, the more stupid people get. They really do. They're yeah. just, just in their own little world and they just don't know what's going, going on. Yeah, it's frightening, isn't it? It's yeah. frightening. But then if I'd have crashed into her, I'd have been in the wrong because she'd have looked at me and said, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, she stopped in the middle lane of the carriageway, but yeah, it'd have been my fault. What are you doing? You just hit me. Well, yeah, because you stopped in the middle of the, the motorway. You know, you could be Thank there God going around. 
Yeah. You'd be there going around in circles, wouldn't you? Thank God for forward-facing cameras. Yep. Well and truly, mate. And at the sides as well. The amount of time them things, because before they came out, I had a few situations. And like you say, you're jumping out, you're arguing with people. And I I forced it on the company. We, we ended up with one, and obviously with this, in a London, it's the BBS or whatever it is. And you had to have the size to make them. Because we've had a couple of drivers where people have raced down the inside and they've clipped the side of the truck and it's launched them into the other lane. You know, and then they, they're uh, they saying, yeah, it's all my fault, the car driver, and they're dead apologetic. Then when it goes through the insurance, they're, they're blaming the truck driver then, saying yeah. it's not my fault. So whilst we do, like you say, you don't even have to argue the case. You just say, there's a the footage, that's what's gone on. And I've had incidents in the past where I've had, came into Cheerwell Valley once, if you've been in there, and just yeah, yeah. as you come, just as it, you, you can either go round to the right to the garage, yeah. I was just going through, and a, an old lady came out, and I thought, you know when you think, she's, so you anticipate, and I thought, she ain't going to stop, and she nearly went under the trailer, but my heart stopped, so I jumped out, and I, I gave her what for, I just said, you know, what are you playing at? I said, it is a giveaway there, there's lines, and there's a giveaway sign, I said, you're near enough, went under the trailer, so for that, I just got into my life and I just said, right, I said, uh, time of incident, just download it. And within seconds, you download it with the footage back. And it's yeah. there. It's, yeah. it, they're just a lifesaver now. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. And you need them in this day and age. You really do. Where there's a blame, there's a claim. Yeah. Like you say, cyclists, when you're in and around, the amount of sea, they're up and down on the curbs. You know, they're, they're going on about us lot, but they're twice as bad. You know, the lights are going on red for pedestrians and they're just cycling straight away through. You just think, you know, you go on about yourselves, but you've just got no road etiquette about it. You know, there's just nothing. You're just up and down the curbs and you, you, you're barging through people. I just think, so glad of, like I say, we have cameras and stuff like that to save your bacon at the end of the day. Yeah. Last question. Go on. If you didn't drive a truck for a living, what would you be doing? Oh, uh, I've always loved joinery. I always wish I'd have been a joiner. Uh, mm. A couple of related friends on it. Watch them. Just, just making some decent something. Mechanics. I love mechanics, you know, we should have gone into that. Me, me uncle was a self-taught mechanic, uh, watching him from a young age fix cars, you know, as soon as he, you know, cars back on him, take his straight he knew what he, you know, they say, don't get me wrong, I'm not that stupid, I've been, mm. I've got so, enough about me to, to do something. Yeah. Uh, an auto electric, you know, auto electrics. I love that. You know, putting light bars on or stereos, car stereos, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, yeah. So, them three things really, mate, yeah, if I wasn't yeah. driving. Yeah. Other than that, doing a Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd always right. have to wait, though, mate. <laughs> and on that note, I'll say thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Dan, and a uh, big shout out to everyone. You know, it's uh, it's been amazing. Until next time. Cheers, pal.